Once upon a time, the world was cruel, and there was a witch who knew it well. And so, she sold her heart away and built a house in the woods where the world could never find her. At first, she would let no one into her fortress. But in the long march of days, a strange thing happened. In her own cold and spiteful way, the witch made a friend, and then another, and then several more, until her house was teeming with colorful faces and complicated lives. The house would come to be known as Yazeva's Bed and Breakfast, and it would last for a very long time. Staring at vines on top of the ceiling With a torch in your hand Igniting the feeling of a green and brown Forest howling deep Dirt and soil resting all over your feet Welcome to Yazeba's Bed and Breakfast, an actual play miniseries by Possum Creek Games and Jeff Stormer. Yazeba's Bed and Breakfast is a slice-of-life tabletop RPG about a heartless witch, a peaceful house, and all the folks who have made their home inside. The game launches on Indiegogo on March 22nd, 2022. You can find more information at tinyurl.com slash yazebabnb. Today's episode... Chapter 36. Sal has written a play. Starring Jeff Stormer as Hey Kid, They Them. Aaron Sayas as Sal, He Him. Brennan Lee Mulligan as Parrish, He Him. Kate Nix as Yaseba, She Her. In which the bed and breakfast puts on a theatrical production in the living room. It is damp in the bed and breakfast, the sort of damp that soaks through the wood of the old walls and drenches everything it can find. Sal was scribbling away inside his spiral notebook as the ink bled through the pages, which is a difficult way to write. He chewed the end of his pen. Useless! Useless! He muttered to himself, ripping out a chunk from the waterlogged notebook and throwing it in the direction of the wastebin. Too bit no good hack loser can't write! Hey Sal, what's that you're working on? Gertrude poked her head out of the dining room, fork sticking out of her mouth. Oh! He started, shoving the notebook out of sight beneath the desk. It's actually, um, well, I've been working on a play. Really? What's your play about? It was at that moment that it felt, to Sal, like the whole bed and breakfast had overheard. A play? Parrish called from the other room. Sal, you didn't tell me you were writing a play. Play, 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 play! Hey, kid screeched. Can I be in it? Can I be in it? Sal stammered. Uh, I guess it's almost done, although it's a rough draft. (laughs) Modesty doesn't suit you, old friend. Parrish wiped his hands off on his apron before picking up one of the many crumbled pieces of paper on the ground. (gasps) I think it's marvelous. Sal blushed. He'd never written a play before. It takes time to prep a whole show, but I guess we can start planning. Gertrude grinned under her mask. No one has anything to do while this weather is so miserable. Uh, We can turn the couch room into a stage and everything. Let's let's do this. So we open in the living room. Uh, We have gathered. uh, We have flipped. I think I think we have flipped the couch. I think we see the couch has been flipped around to kind of block one of the doors. And two of the bookshelves have been emptied out to kind of create a makeshift backstage area, segueing into like a foyer. And like there, the 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 books themselves have just been piled around the couch. There are just stacks of like randomly assorted books 
They're out of order. Amelie is very upset that the books are not in the in the arrangement. Uh, what is Sal doing in this moment? Sal has produced a pair of very small spectacles and is pacing back and forth, hitting the script against his <laughs> other hand. Uh, hey Kid is following behind Sal, uh, has grabbed just an old newspaper and is doing the same thing in like a very, that a very elaborate child imitating an adult sort of way. Where are Yaziba and Parrish in this moment as this, as the, the room is being torn apart to turn into a makeshift stage area? Uh... Parrish is outside of the room, fretfully strutting up and down a hall, trying with all his might to perfect the delivery of his one and only line in the play. One and only line. Uh, What about you, Zima? I'm in my study, uh, wondering what all the clanging and cluttering is about, and about to go down the stairs to see what's going on. Um... You 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 make your way down and you see uh you see Sal and you see Hey Kid and immediately Sal and Hey Kid being like perfectly like in sync is immediately worrying because that means that something is afoot that is very distressing. Um, Sal, what are you? Do you, do you what can tell me what you're doing next? Sal takes a seat in a large armchair that has become the director's chair and says, "Everyone, first of all, I would like to thank you all for being a part of this production." This is still just in the workshop phases, but I really think it has legs for a major run in the theater scene. So, uh, know you're a part of history. You see, but you notice that Sal is, like, looking directly at you. Like, you have not fully picked up on what is unfolding, but you notice that Sal is looking directly at you as he is saying this. I agreed to nothing, but go on. Yes! Yes! You're going to be incredible. All you have to do is say the lines on the paper. It's really not that serious. It's great. We're going to have a good time. We're all powerful here. We're all doing a good job. You're going to be incredible. Yep. Yes. You're going to crush it. Um, which means uh, now that you've got your cast in front of you, Aaron, I am going to, uh, if, you ha- if you look on page 38 of, your, of the chapter, uh, you have to cast the people that are here. Yes. Uh, you have your list of roles. You have your list of the play, uh, the roles in the play. You have your your three performers. Uh, you're going to tell us who each of us are playing in the play uh, that is about to unfold. So what happens off camera is I have a mock audition where I ask you to all to tell me a quick story. And with that, it was like in confidence. But meanwhile, can can I hear the quick story from each of us that we that we gave to to Sal to to convey the character that we're that just the, the, the monologue that we read to Sal? Can I get our audition takes for Sal? Hey, kid. Hey, kid delivers. Uh, hey, kid has heard 30 seconds of a movie before somebody changed the channel. So, hey, kid's entire audition is just. You want the truth? You can't handle the truth. You want the truth? You can't handle the truth. Guess what? You can't handle the truth. You can't handle the truth. Did I get it? Am I get it? I'm doing great. I'm crushed. I'm so good. This is great. I'm great. This is great. The energy that you're giving me right now is palpable, powerful, and beautiful. I'm going to keep that in mind when casting. Thank you so much. You'll see yourself out. Uh, And Hey Kid is already gone by the time that you say that. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, Next, we'll see the next uh, monologue, please. So you're going to see Yazeba 
she she's looking in a book and she's reading and she's clearly very frustrated. Like she's trying really hard to figure out what's going on and how what exactly she's going to present. And she just shuts the book really hard, frustrated, but tries to make it look like it was on purpose. And then stares into Sal's eyes until there's almost a crackle of electricity. So long and so uncomfortably, there's almost just a crackle of electricity between them. Did you feel that just now? It was like, that's acting. That, that, that energy right there is exactly what we're looking for. And I'm really going to keep that in mind, the casting process. Uh, thank you so much. And you'll see yourself out. Yes, that was acting. Uh, next, please. Oh, all right. Okay, all right, here we are. Okay, all right, this is it. Um, Sal, first yes. of all, I want to commend you and thank you for bringing your artistry here to the bed and breakfast. As well, you know, prior to being a chef, I was a frog, by which I mean I still am a frog. I am a frog and a chef, but before I was either of those things, I was a human knight, as well you are aware. And so... Do typecasting might see me as a character of a more sylvan nature. I I actually prepared a monologue that I think uh, could could you know um oh god I'm sweating I didn't even know that my new body could do that. Whatever. So so I prepared something that's a little bit more of a main character, but that's up to you. You're still the director. It's your play. But <clears throat> here have it. Have it. Okay. This is, what's he that, oh sorry, this is the from uh, Henry V. Thank you. What's, what's he that wishes I, so? I, I had another one. If you want to hear another one from Hey Kid, I got another, I got another. I, hey, I, hey kid, uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Hey kid, just, my, could you step out? We're, uh, we're kind Ty, of in the middle Tyler, of an audition. Ty, Tyler Durden. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Think about Tyler Durden. That's about a Tyler. great one. I remember uh, Fight Club's great film. And uh, I'm going to put wanna, that in my I, hat. We're going to keep right. it. But we're kind of in the middle of something, pal. All right, all right, so, all right. <laughs> Step outside for a second. Hey, go right ahead and relax. Don't forget. You know, don't forget. We were all somebody else at some point, right? I wasn't always a night porter. I wasn't always, you know, one of the most famous directors in the world. We all have life before this. You know, you yes. can let that go and be whoever you want to be in this room. Just let it go. So in Hey Kids Interruption, Parrish has been startled and has dropped his and was reading from uh, from papers has dropped and reassembled them and has gotten them mixed up a little bit. He goes, oh, "Sorry, yes, okay, that's one a wonderful note." And I'm taking the note and thank you. Okay, Saint Crispin's Day, William Shakespeare, Henry V. <clears throat> Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. Mm. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She mm. was looking kind of dumb with a finger and a thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, the years start coming, and they don't stop coming. My God. Fed to the rules, and I hit the ground running. Didn't make sense not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart, but your head... It's dumb. So much to do. So much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You'll never know. Oh, and well, with this applause, we're done. Hello? Did you do it? His neighbors in the back just doing the jazz snaps like they're at a beatnik. 
Hey kid has been run- Hey kid is like Excellent. crawling behind you, gathering up papers, looking for the notes that they were that they had they had gathered. They were just where where did my lo- uh, and then they like crawl backwards. They crawl backwards uh, away from the stage. Sal stands up from the chair and says, "That was the deepest interpretation of William Shakespeare I have ever heard in my life, and I want to thank crying. you." I'm immediately crying. <laughs> thank mm-hmm. you. You know, you came in here to get a gig, to get some work, but I can say without a shadow of a doubt, you have changed theater forever today, and I thank you. Oh, I didn't even know this was paid. Incredible. All right, everyone. Thank you. I'm going to call everybody in. We're going to talk about who's playing what. (laughs) Everybody, come on in. Come, come. Don't be shy. Okay, Sal starts pacing back and forth. This isn't easy. This was not the easiest choice. You all made it so challenging. You're all so talented, so incredible. But, you know, some parts have to be cast. Everybody can't play everyone, you know? And so, it's time to deliver the good news. Yazeba, are you excited? Uh, how, yeah, yes, no. Um, sorry, you put me on the spot. I didn't, I didn't. Theater lesson number one, you got to think on your feet. How excited are you? Scale of one to ten. Maybe like a 3.5. Not even bad. I'll take that. You will be playing. Are you ready? It's an incredibly important role. The queen of the moon. Everyone, can we get a hand for you, Zeba? Thank you so much. Bravo! Perfectly cast! Thank you, thank you. All right. Do I get part... I have a question, quickly. Yeah, go ahead. Ask away. How do my moon powers work? Um, your moon powers... I also had that question. Okay. Well, your moon powers, as established in the canonical uh, lore of our world, are powered by the sun's reflection on a magic mirror... It's a very high fantasy piece, very deep, very, you know, the best part of Wizards and Piggies, but, you know, like, all the good parts. You know what I mean? Are you familiar with Wizards and Piggies? Do you really think a magic mirror could withstand that type of power, Sal? You know, I'm going to put a pin in that. I really appreciate your energy about the canon and about the world building and the story, and we'll come back to that. The reflection of the entire sun, like... Yeah. We're talking. That's a lot of energy all in one mirror. Do you really think it could handle that? In this world? Hey, in theater, anything is possible. Right, theater. I have to remember. Pretend. We are doing... The magic of theater. Acting, correct. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, hey, kid. Um, Your role is incredibly important today. Sure, sure, sure. Are you ready for this? Yes. Now you have a very important role to fill. You set the entire tone of this play. The atmosphere is nothing without you. You are playing a tree. A tree. Oh my god, I'm playing a tree. Oh, this is right? the best. Isn't it this perfect is the for best? you? Yeah. And you uh, set up hey, everything. Hey kid, uh hey kid, uh genuinely did not expect to say the same thing as Sal was really planning uh, a lot of things and if hey kid was being played by somebody would have thought that was going to set up a bit but um hey kid 
here's the tree and here's that and gets so excited. I am doing a whoopsie and having uh, having an explosive meltdown, but it is an explosive meltdown of excitement, which is to say, like, you have you ever, you know, kid at Christmas where it, you ever see a kid at Christmas specifically where they get so excited where they spontaneously just start doing karate? Yeah. Like that's that's hey kid, we're like kicking books over piles and like throwing fists, just like just knocking things over is the most excited to be playing a tree that anyone has ever been to play a tree. And knocking amazing. how many things over exactly? So all of the books said that the books were the books were pulled off of the shelves and arranged in roughly alphabetical order. Like as though you were moving and pulling books off of the shelves mm-hmm. to put in boxes. Right. They are now just scattered. Some of them have been knocked open. One of the magic books has been knocked open and three ghosts flew out of it. Right. So Yazeb is going to like kind of notice the level of chaos that is occurring. And she's going to say, silence. Oh, freezes and in freezes in place. I am going to do a a bingo and assert a boundary. So you can only do a bingo if, if you've you have done a whoopsie, a whoopsie right, first. I'm sorry. All good. That. All good. Rules. <laughs> <laughs> it's a game. Game for <laughs> rules. Right. Right. <laughs> Never mind. I said nothing. <laughs> I I do like that you say silence. And yeah, she's I, just sort of like freaking out. She's I, just kind I like of like you s- noticing the level of chaos, realizing like, She's used to Hey Kids sort of, like, causing chaos and being rambunctious, but, like, all of the books are off the shelf. She realizes that she's sitting on a pile of books. She's been so distracted by sort of trying to get into whatever Sal is doing and be, you know, marginally present. So she's at least aware of what's going on in the bed and breakfast, but it's just become too much for her. Just... The, and I think I think as you're explaining who Parrish and Sal are playing, it's just Yazeba uh, and, and Hey Kid just running around the background, knocking things over, crawling up walls. You know, this energy is exactly what we need, Yazeba. This kind of fire, you're going to need it for the Moon Queen. No. I'm a tree! Does the, does the Moon Queen have the ability to make um, everything go back the way it was instantly? Is, is that a pow? Is that a power that she has? Sal puts his hands flat on the table and looks down and says, "In theater, Yazeba, anything is possible." Right? Yeah. Can you believe it? Can you imagine it? See that book? That's not a book at all. That's a shield. That's that's a flaming axe. Right? It's 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 pretend. It's all pretend. <clears throat> right. Pretend. Pretend. I'm going to be an apple tree. Oh, nice. Apple tree. Perfect. Gives Hey Kid a high five. I am so good at this is the thing. I am I'm the best. This is great. No. Last but certainly not least, Parrish. <clears throat> you have the honor of playing none other than Roberto the Banished Wizard and in love. Ha <laughs> ha. I, I, unbelievable! Believe unbelievable! It. Believe it, buddy! You did it! 
Oh, <laughs> absolutely incredible. I, well, the banished wizard, Roberto. I, I couldn't be more excited. I take my, my, uh, script with all of Isabello, the captain <laughs> of the guards, uh, lines highlighted and I throw it right in the trash. Roberto, it's a true meaty part that I can sink. If I had teeth, I would sink my teeth into that part. Thank you. Thank you. Sam. No, thank you. You I'm- earned it. You all earned it. This play is going to change everything. Like, uh, imagine the places this can go. Um, And imagine the places this story is going to take you. I hope you're all excited. Please highlight your scripts and we Uh, can get to work. Can I I ask a question? Of course. Can I ask a a question? Are you you playing a part, Sal? Uh, I, unfortunately, will be playing the role of director, stage manager, and anything that involves, uh, uh, like, pyrotechnics and things like that. Okay, I only asked because I'm doing a whoopsie. I only asked because this part of, uh, the, I'm noticing, uh, Newt, the beleaguered, struggled, and stunningly handsome playwright, underappreciated in his time. There's, uh, like, I'm looking at my script, and there are several points where the name Sal is crossed out and written Newt. That is correct. Yes, that was, uh, when I said it was a rough draft, you have to understand that changes get made on the fly, things happen, you know, but I, you know, Newt may appear from time to time. This is a workshop. This is a breathing entity. I'm also noticing that there's a long monologue where Newt describes being a a former British prince that comes to the bed and breakfast and uh, adopts the the night porter role and plans on being a rock star. (laughs) All of that has been crossed out, though, and says... Fill in something later? Does that... Yes. Did you, are you going to fill in something later? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, and I'm going to make a whoopsie where I speak ill of my own writing. Uh, it, it's a work in progress. It's not, you know, the, the role of Newt is still something that I'm really kind of soul-searching for. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's sort of an underdeveloped, underwritten, kind of weak part at the moment. Will it make the cut? Will it won't make the cut? Who knows? You know, that's what previews are for. <laughs> Right? Like, you know, because nobody cares. Everybody cares about Roberto, the banished wizard in love, but nobody cares about Newt. <clears throat> so there's that. Anyway. So. Can I, can I, ask, can I ask one more question? <sighs> yes. Yes, you can. Can I, be, can I be a cherry tree? You can be an apple and a cherry tree <laughs> all together. What? I, this is now too much pressure. I don't, I don't want, I no longer like this. You know what? Tell you what. And, uh, Sal puts his foot up on like an ottoman in that like hey everyone i know there's a lot going on here and i know i I thrust a lot on you today and um i really want to apologize if i've given you guys too much to work on too much to dive into because i believe in each one of your strengths and i want to bring out the best in you i really want to see what you can do and help me bring my dream to life so whatever you need you tell me, and as your director, writer, and possibly Newt, I will give it to you. Sir Director, yes. I believe I speak for all of us when I say we would follow you to the gates of hell and back. Your leadership is unparalleled. And frankly, if I if this if I am unable to execute your vision, that's not on you, that's on me. Alright? I take it fully upon myself. If this play is not written up in reviews from sea to shining sea, I will personally vow to live in in hermitage and never enter a theater again. You I have my word. That could make that happen. 
What's that? I could make that happen very easily. Wait. You never, seen... you never being here again. It wouldn't be hard for me at all. Oh. 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 Oh, I okay. I was sort Is of that... saying it in a voluntary kind of poetic way, but you seem to be oh, just no. stating oh. fact. Yeah, Does that no. only apply to to pair? Is that is that for everybody? No, that just applies for... to everybody. Oh no! That kind of takes some heat off of me. I enjoy that. I, I, hey, hey, Parish, can we can we sidebar? Because um, by all means, yes. Congratulations on your casting as the tree. My I goodness! Know, uh, first off, I know, I know. I'm so excited. Congratulations on being a wizard or whatever. Um, I, I. That's a lot of. This is now a lot of stakes, and I didn't realize that there was going to be banishment. So, um. I need you to get on your. I need you to get on it. I need you to take this seriously. Okay, I've been climbing trees for months. I've been researching this role. I need you to take this seriously. Hey, kid. I know that you have spent your youth as something of a Merry Andrew, but trust me when I say I have never not taken anything extremely seriously. All right. All right. Because I. I. Because listen, Yaziba scares me a lot. You've seen the whole thing, the whole thing. And we need, I need this to go well. If this play is not a success, we will all die here. That I can that promise you. That sounds fair. You. That seems fair. Okay. That I can okay. promise you. All right, then let's center. Let's center. Do some breathing. Ooh, okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. Everybody, we're good. We're good. I talked to Parrish. We're good. That makes me very happy to hear. Um, you're all very good, and I really want to thank you for doing this. This means a lot to me. It's uh, it's kind of a deep introspection of who I am and who I've come to be, and I'm really happy that y'all are a part of this, you know? <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. So, uh, let's say we do our first read-through! <laughs> and on that, uh, you, we, on that note, um, we cut to opening night. Uh, like the the curtains the curtains have been pulled off of the windows and are in front of the are in front of the makeshift couch and bookshelf stage, um, also including the shower curtain. All of the curtains have been pulled off of various places. Um, and we're all standing back. I think um I think Hey Kid peeks around a corner, comes back. Um, Sal, I don't want to I don't want to alarm you. I don't want to alarm you. Okay, so don't alarm me. <laughs> I'm just sorry. I'm still just joking. <laughs> uh, everyone perish. Yazeba, uh, I just want everybody to know uh, the press is here. Oh, my God. Um, that I just want everybody to know that there is a representative from uh, the from the, the Gertrude's Good Times Gazette <gasps> is in the audience. Uh, she has a notepad. I believe that this will be a reviewed performance. No, everyone, I want everyone. Everyone to calm down, take a deep breath. You just do the play, perish. Just do the lines. Just, you know, redo your show. You know, you don't you don't have to add anything for an extra review or extra attention. You don't have to add anything to get this person's attention, right? But if I feel moved in the moment to improvise a monologue, because it it seems I just think Roberto would if it if it feels right in the moment. Sword fight someone. Does that is is that is that wrong? Am I wrong there? You know, I'm gonna give you a full range to do that. Gives a little <sighs> pound to Paris. Unbelievable. I do a little pound. Um, I want to. I want to talk to Yazeba real quick before we go out. Um, Great, Yazeba. Um, mm. Number one, I wanted to double check. 
we because we're doing the play, I've had to leave the kitchen for a little while. Mm-hmm. But I have a small travel. I have a hot plate backstage, so I'm still making meals for guests back there in between scenes. Is that all right? Um. That wait. I'm sorry. You're saying you put the hot plate behind all the shower curtains and the paper? Yes, because I can't be in the kitchen because we're doing a play right now, but people are still hungry. So what I'm doing is I am making dozens and dozens of quesadillas behind the stage uh, on a hot plate. So I wanted to double check. First of all, would you like a quesadilla? Number one. Number two, uh, is that okay for me to be doing that? Because I can't be in the kitchen and backstage at the same time. Um, Yezeba is going to do a whoopsie, and she is going to try to use magic to make sure that the hot plate doesn't set anything on fire when it's backstage, and it's going to make the hot plate not work. So... Are like are some I think that that's she tries to use magic to make the hot plate not light anything on fire and instead it like either transports it to a different dimension or it like just it, it eradicates it from this plane. You can still try to use it, but you have to like access the spirit I, realm in order to make it heat I up. I love the visual that like <laughs> you have done this. You like give a little twinkle of your eye and we. Yeah, and she, we like, cut, goes like we this. To, we see backstage there is, like, a tear in the hole of reality, and there are, like, void demons crawling out of it, and the hot plate is, like, right in the middle of this, like, maw to the chaos dimension, and it's just, like, floating there with a, with a quesadilla quietly heating on the hot plate. And yes, thank you for the quesadilla. How did you pronounce it? The first time? I yes. really put some, I put some mustard on it the first time, didn't I? Quesadilla. Oh, I, I do not want any mustard on my quesadilla. No? All right. To each their own. I also had a question related to the play. Mm. Roberto, my character, as you are well aware, is a wizard. Now, yes. there is no wizard on staff here, but you yourself, as I well know, are a proficient and prodigious witch. Is it, how would a wizard fall in love? What does does it mean to be in love for one possessed of those most potent arcane arts? Yezeba, directly into Parrish's eyes, and say nothing, and commit another whoopsie, and stay cryptic (gasps) and secretive about something that matters to everyone. (laughs) Have I committed some faux pas hey, or hey, hey. egregious? That br- that electricity that you saw in the auditions, it's not really full on, but you start to see the sparks just outside. I'm actually I'm actually doing a bingo and I pop up. Hey everybody, um I don't I'm so sorry. I don't mean to interrupt, but um the opening number is actually like just about it's actually over, so technically uh, at least one of you should be on stage. Like <laughs> Oh no! Uh, I sprint on stage, and I'm gonna do a whoopsie here. Um, hold on one second. I need to find the. Um, uh, assume I understand a situation. Having heard that someone should be on stage, I have assumed that I should be on stage, and I should not be on stage. So I rush on stage, and I'm. I think that's also another whoopsie, which is me missing my cue and ruining my entrance. 
Can I make a bingo? I want to describe a daring and gripping sword fight with another character. Sal enters the stage, sees this disaster unfolding with Roberto, and says, Ha ha! It is I, Newt, here to duel you. Draw your blade, and we shall fight to the end. Okay, but I have a scene coming up, so if you kill me, I won't be able to be in that scene. I'm gonna lose, just go with it. And I draw my sword and lunge at Sal. Sal deflects with a series of blows, but eventually just throws his arms in the air. Does it's, It doesn't do a really good job. I think this is a whoopsie for being ungrateful to the cast and crew. Sal is really selling it on the stage, really deflecting a little, a few too many of the frog's blows. And eventually is like tiring out, like the fight is going on for way too long, clinging and clanging, until finally I do a spaghetti western death when I'm ran through. I, I, I am, I'm going to do a whoopsie as this, as this extremely elaborate death is unfolding. There's the tree in the, I've like, I've scuttled with my arms extended behind you. And like, as you're in the middle of the death, just very loudly, I'm an orange tree. Everybody just know it. I'm an orange tree. Because no context of the play has started yet. Sal lifts his head with his last dying breath goes, <laughs> Roberto, that was a cool sword, even though you're a wizard in love. <laughs> Good energy on that tree. <gasps> Yuseba? Oh, no. If, if no, 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 go for it. Yuseba is going to demonstrate hidden kindness and rescue this disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Marching on stage. Roberto! <gasps> it is I. The Queen of the Moon, your long-lost lover. Ah, to sleep, perchance. Um, you to moon, to moon, and if these shadows have offended, all that glitters is gold. Only time can break the mold. Uh, verily, I. You are, thou art the moon, god, queen of, queen of god, the queen of the moon, goddess. Queen, queen of the moon, goddess. Queen of the moon. Goddess of your heart. And I, thy boyfriend, we. Double boyfriend, extra boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <sighs> Can I use a bingo and cover up a problem <laughs> with a flawless improvisation? <laughs> Sal rises from his death throes. And says, ah, I knew a beleaguered, struggling, and stunningly handsome playwright who was underappreciated in his time say, you two deserve each other. You need each other. Why squabble over petty boyfriend squabbles? Get together. It's what's right. And wanders off the stage. I'm also going to do a bingo. As you wander off, you, I, I think the tree, the tree extends the limbs of the tree to, like, grab you thinking that you're going to die. And, like, kind of like you start to walk off and then the tree, like, scuttles and, like, kind of sweeps your legs a little bit. Tripping immediately, Sal goes tumbling off stage, 
but now has a and copy is, of the script and, and is and, totally and, 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 and the tree is now bending over the edge. <laughs> no, no, you were unappreciated in your time, and and also a very good night porter, and we all and a very good friend to everyone at the uh, bed and hey, breakfast. Hey, hey, kid, hey, kid, uh, it's the play. New, we're acting. New, we're acting. You Don't were forget. a very good friend to everyone at the bed and breakfast. <sighs> Thank you. Thank you. Hey, kid, can you sure, sure, get sure, back sure, to the tree sorry, spot? Perish. Put I'm it on. Put it on. Perish. Uh, everybody. <sighs> Good job. So, Good job. Ha, with Newt now dead and <laughs> Moon Queen arrived, the, the beginning of our tale we strive to now comport to thee, our friends. As tale begins, so tale must end. Not yet. It's the beginning now. This is the start. And so, how dost we arriveth here? Cut now to seven days hence back from here. This being but a cold open. And I'm going to slowly uh, back Gertrude, off stage. Gertrude, notepad in her lap, has both hands in front of her mask is down, and both hands are in front of it, like the, with the one finger up, like doing the very kind of like waiting thing. I pose like, hmm. I think, I think that went pretty well. You, you crushed it. You're doing amazing. Wait, so am I just standing alone yeah, on stage right tree, now? That is correct. It's like scuttled <laughs> off. Um. It's, I just start doing like a like a Zigfield Follies because I assume as the Moon Queen I am probably wearing some sort of elaborate whether or not it's made out of like recycled garbage is of no consequence but I'm wearing some sort of elaborate Moon Queen ensemble with like a big headdress and Yazabas just like posing on the stage like a Zigfield Follies tableau just like showing off as as an interim between scenes. May I make a whoopsie? I want to edit someone's script right before they go on stage, or rather, when someone's on stage currently. Uh, Newt, Sal as Newt, walks back on stage and says, The moon was angry that night. Her wrath was felt on the high seas. Ah, my rage. It is all-consuming. I turn the page again. Here I am on the road again. There I am, up on the stage. Um, I would wait. Like wait to, here I am. I'm on the stage now. Uh, I would like to do one of Parrish's whoopsies. Oh, sorry. I'm actually going to do a bingo, um, which is deliver an absurd pun. Um, and I'm going to just do like a Roman cross as I like walk across the stage and go, if like. Feeling our wrath on the high seas. I didn't know this guy could hit a high C. And I'm going to walk <laughs> off. Um, <laughs> bad, terrible, terrible. Uh, Newt says, Enter Roberto, the banished wizard, and in love with the furious moon who, who, who hates the sea. But Roberto is... Is a water wizard. You're a water wizard. Gertrude is like taking notes of water. Be- Underlined. What's, what's he that wishes? So, my cousin, um, 
the uh, the moon. No, we're not cousins. Not <laughs> gross. Um, the check this out. I am in love with the moon. Banished am I, not from land or country, but from that far country, which is my bride-to-be, for though she is both maiden, she is also moon, and therefore a satellite, roughly the size of Texas, um, floating in orbit around the planet Earth. Ha! But thou verily hast seen that she and I banished the twixt from once to another. How then may lovers twain I, become... I, at this moment... A, a puzzle for the brain. At this moment, uh, Hey Kid is going to do a whoopsie. Uh, hey Kid has been very studiously, like, both arms out. At this point, in the full tree getup with the limbs, like, walks out, like, slouching and walks right up to Newt, who is on stage. When is the tree supposed to be out here? I was told that I was going to be a tr- I was told I was going to be, like, a key backdrop, and I've, I have not <clears> been on stage <throat> in, like, at all. I'm getting frustrated and giving up. Okay. I, uh, no, and I, I just, understand. I, I feel like I, I feel like you, you um, really sold me on the importance of the tree. Okay. Uh, 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 yes. Can I use a bingo? I would like to use a bingo. I'm going to deliver a surprisingly okay. heart wrenching soliloquy. Newt steps forward, with, puts his hand on the shoulder of the tree, and says, "However, once there was a jealous tree who also loved the moon." And the tree's heart weighed heavy with sap, for the moon was promised to Roberto. But the tree loved her so, for she would speak to him when night fell. But yet the tree wept tears so deep of amber that the roots crystallized, locking the tree in place. And so miserable was the tree that it turned Roberto's heart to stop. I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow that up with a whoopsie and get stage fright. Because <laughs> you've, ed- you've edited the script. <laughs> now? You get stage fright the- now? Too much, too I'm, much you attention. You've edited the script and made the tree important and I'm not okay with it. So it's, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bush? No. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm just, uh, I'm trying. It's trying to help. Mm-hmm. with the the tree gave a, a speech to to I soften Roberto's I heart. I don't to give have a speech. Him the courage. I don't have a speech. I only have the. I don't. I well, don't. you gotta have a speech. You gotta Deva say something. Deva is going to approach this argument that is occurring on stage, and she's going to yet again bingo demonstrate hidden kindness, and like, kind of like maternally, sort of like pet hey kids <sighs> back just to sort of like calm them down. And like a rhythm that you like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. something that we've done I, before. Like you know, you know that that I I'm. This is a way that I've. He's in the few moments that we have actually had contact before this. And you know, as soon this as I feel I the hand of, like, on the back, like, I'm, I'm breathing and I'm like, okay, no, you're right. I'm. And I and I start to say, I, the Moon Queen, am beloved by all beings of night and day, but the sea. And the wizards of the sea are called to me, for I control their tides. How will I ever know that Roberto is truly in love with me? If I control part of his magic, do I control his heart? Tree. 
just leaves it off a tree. It's like she's going to start something and then doesn't say uh, anything. In that, in that beautiful, in that beautiful poignant silence as Yezeba delivers this like heartbreaking plot development uh, in the play, uh, in the silence, uh, there's a whoopsie, which is there's an offstage argument louder than the play where you just (laughs) hear, you just hear Parrish um, slapping one of the dimensional rift demons with a ladle being like, give me back that hot plate. That's my only one. It makes half the food in the bed and breakfast. God, oh, you stupid demon. Give it back. Uh, Newt slash Sal walks to center stage and says, um, and with that, we will take a brief 15 minute intermission. Thank you so much. <laughs> hey, kid walks in the back. I think that's going. I think it's going really. Sal, I think it's going really well. Yeah. I, uh, it's going, it's going, you know, I I would never tell you that it's going not well, (laughs) so it's going great, you know, it's, it's going great, it's going great. Uh, Parrish, how do you feel? Let's do a quick check-in, team. (sighs) I have to say, uh, number one, the tears the tree shed over the death of Newt, and Yezeba, you are ethereal, effervescent, I think this is a performance- to rival that of any of the great houses of theater on any continent. Um, I'm okay. I'm bleeding very badly because one of the dimensional demons bit one of my fingers off. And oh. um, But I did get the hot plate back, but also it's ruined. So we are going to have to do these um, quesadillas a la mode, meaning it will be two room-temperature tortillas and loose cheese. You know, true performer. True performer, the show must go on. And you know what? That energy, I really appreciate it. Sal? Uh, yeah. Hey, kid. I'm making, a, I'm making a bingo here to make a new friend. I don't know if you need them, but um, we have a lot more trees now. And there are six of the most terrifying-looking void demons. All of us arms extended, standing like trees. One of them has a frog finger sticking out of its mouth. And we're all just like, we have a bunch more trees. We have like seven, like seven, eight trees. We have like eight trees. I am so proud of you for bringing more people or demons into the beauty of theater. Hey, kid, you're really doing it. You're really a part of this company. Hey, everyone. Uh, I'm Sal. I'm your director. You play trees. You're very important. Your tears are magical. It's, it's very deep. There's a lot of lore. All you have to do is stand with your arms outstretched. Can you do that for me? A question. A question. Demon number one, gotcha. What's are up? we are we more of a deciduous forest or more of an ever? What is the what is the topography of the? Re- Help us understand the the sort of trees that we're bringing to the the table. Can I? Coniferous I have a, trees. I have a. Can I like do a whoopsie bingo combo? Yeah. Woo! Oh, go for it. Combo breaker. Combo. Combo breaker. So, Yazeb is gonna boss new. Got a boss. Hey, kid around and say that you what no the void demons take it we've had this problem before the, they look like friends i realize they are very friend shaped but you have to know they are not friends you cannot bring more demons into the social circle that we have here at the bed and breakfast we have already bought and she just sort of like starts to go on it like an eldritch language tirade that nobody can really understand, but the demons can the clearly understand. The demons are all looking understand. like they just they they actually don't look scared or angry. They just look kind of hurt. Like what? What? No, uh, that's just 
that's 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 just that's just rude. Um, but when she's talking, she's the the <laughs> demon language. Like even though it's really abrasive, it's like the kind of thing that like if Hey Kid heard it. He, they know that, like, this is that's not problem that's, time. Not, like, you don't need to anxi- use that's not nice. That's not that's not nice. Come on. And then that I'm going to sort of boss him around slash assert a boundary as my bingo and say, like, I'm bossing you around. You cannot have demons here. This is no. We oh, need to okay, take. Okay, okay, okay. No, no. You're right. You're this? right. It is. It is. And hey, kid, like, looks very dejected and very kind of sad, and is like, no. I, okay, no, you're right. I'm also doing a bingo here and applying a lesson that someone has taught me, which is that I can't invite people to the bed and breakfast without permission. That's not nice. That's an imposition. And I turn to my friends, the void demons. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Not, not your friends. They aren't your friends. You have to go friends, back to the please. chaos dimension where there is only suffering, where, where wrath is, where wrath flows like wine and where, where violence and vengeance are the language with which I'll speak. Oh. I can can Don't. can my friend have can my can my friend have back his his is that and <laughs> kind of how very kind one of the hey, void demons is... walks up to, <laughs> walks up to Paris shoulders slouched kind of doing the like the kid that has gotten in trouble thing of like kicking the dirt and being like eh, 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 eh. here's your, here's your, here's your, here's your fing- finger back. I, Thank you. I can actually hold on, hold on. Let me just I can and like touch like kinda like kinda the spit sort of acid and it sort of reattaches. It's very painful, but it just like I I I I'm I got excited. You know, it's the night of theater. You you Can you guys see the play from your side of the dimension? You know, honestly, here can I give I have notes. Does anybody want notes? I have um, you know what? Honestly, we're not looking for notes right now. We, I was just saying, we kind of want we. we so this is sort of opening night, and we're looking for feedback from sort of people within okay. our artistic okay. circle, kind of forward of you to offer notes. Yeah. Okay. Frankly, yeah. frankly yeah. on it's a living, I breathing just, thing tonight. It's a uh, living, breathing fine. thing. Okay. You know what? That it's, it's in okay. our mission. Void demons. Clearly, the uh, honor, Clearly, we will go elsewhere to appreciate our art. Good day. Can you believe that guy? I can't believe he bites my finger off I, and then has notes. I, critics, you know, everybody's got feedback. Everybody thinks they can do this, but you know who can do this? You know who can perish? Who's that? It's you. <gasps> you can do this. Uh, a compliment. Yeah. I will treasure this for the rest of my life. All right, let's do this. Who's ready for the second act? Now, uh, I don't want to pressure you all, but I was reading a little of the reviews. Yes, they're out, and I am lying. However, I was reading a little bit of the reviews, and things are looking up. They say that you, Zeba, Zeba, you with me? They say that you have breathed a new life into the role of Moon Queen that hasn't been seen since the show's I, original I think actor. at this moment, Gertrude is, like, behind your shoulder and going, like, actually, I didn't. I, no, it's fine. It's you're, you're doing a thing. It's fine. All right, everybody back oh, to their seats. Okay. We're about to start the second act. Right back right back to the seat. Fingers right back into thoughtful position. Uh, Sal walks to center stage and says, Welcome back to the play. Um, we will begin a little further than we left off. 
we find Roberto at the top of a tall tower, calling up to the moon. <sighs> there is a tree there as well. Yeah, here we go. Huh. What light breaks yonder east window? Um, the sun, um, a plague on the sun! And both suns are the two suns on this world. No, we're on Earth. Ah, uh, um, are we? The important are we doing, are, uh, I'm going to interrupt you to show you something that I'm really cool. Are we doing the two suns play? Because I have a bunch of worms that we could just like. I figured the worms were part of the suns play. I got a bunch of I. Not now. Okay. No, no. Right. Hey, kid. And I'm going to take another whoopsie for bossing okay. someone. Okay. 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 It's fine. It's I, fine. Not the time. No. All right. I'm going to take an oopsie. I'm going to speak ill of my own writing. Sal's going to stick his head out of the curtain and be like, I apologize for any confusion that there may be about the subject matter. Not Don't forget. No, this Sal! Is- I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry, everyone. It's confusing. <clears throat> Yazeba, the stage that- is yours. Moon- Moon- everybody, Moon- the Moon- magic Queen. of theater. Yes, tree. Oh, no, I was correcting. I was correcting. I was correcting. Sa- Newt. I was correcting. Oh. Newt. Because Sal's not in the play. Yazeba's actually in the play. It's very, it's very confused. It's, I was. Behold, I am Roberto, a wizard trapped. Um, I was, my heart turned to stone. And this tree, too, it's still a tree. But the moon, the queen of moon, controls the tides of I, a wizard of the sea. But as the moon controls the tides, so does the sun control the trees. Which is why a tree is also in love with the moon. Oh God, I'm gonna pass out. I'm gonna pass out. Gonna Sal pass is out. off stage, making direct eye contact with Parrish, just nodding emphatically, <laughs> smiling, and like giving thumbs up like a pageant out. mom. <laughs> I'm gonna pass out. Okay, my love, queen of the moon, the hour has come. Here at this promontory do I now behold thee, O true and fixed body of the celestial heights. Dost thou wilt be mine girlfriend, or the the wilt thou instead never to smooch me again? If thou so choose, choose. Oh, I can't see. Oh, so you watch as you watch as Yaseba is, is starting to like. There's steps where the moon is, right? You see, like she's up standing in like a moon platform, and there's like kind of a spiral staircase that uh that goes that goes down, made out of books. So it's like a, so she's like on a big pile tower of books that's kind of swaying um, precariously. And she starts to sort of like make her big entrance down. But as she's, because of this glamorous moon queen outfit, right? I already talked, we got, she's got this insane get up on. She starts to descend the stairs to get to Roberto, her lover. And she, her cape kind of gets caught in the book staircase and rips and she falls down the books in sort of like a, I'm going to have a, play a disaster whoopsie where my costume sort of like rips in half and I end up on the, I end up on the ground just like looking up at Roberto like, I, 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 nobody look at Yazeba! And I leap off the tower to also <laughs> I, be... No, I'm actually no. going to do... I'm going to do a bingo at this moment. As, as this chaos is unfolding, I am I am going to deliver a monologue with gusto. I look to Sal. I'm like on the edge of the set. I look to Sal. I'm like, Sal, Sal I, wrote, I wrote something. I wrote something. I got this. I got this. I got this. I got this. 
<clears throat> go ahead. Go. Okay. Okay. Do it. Read it. Complete now. The peach. Prunus persica is a deciduous fruit tree native to the region of the northwest China between the Tarim Basis oh. and the north slopes oh, of the Kunlun Mountains, no. where it was first domesticated and cultivated. It bears juicy, edible fruits with various characteristics, most called peaches and other, the glossy skin varieties, nectarines. The name persica is refers to its widespread cultivation in Persia. And I think... I'm, yes. Can I use a whoopsie? I'm going to interrupt the play with a quick correction. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, hey, kid, that was brought to you by our sponsor, the uh, Peach Growers of America. Be sure I, to check out the Peach Growers of America. I think because that America's was a bingo, website. I do think Gertrude was like aggressively taking notes, like, okay, Persia. Wow. Um, as I collapse to the ground uh, next to Yazeba, um, I'm going to look up and. Uh, look at the audience and just go and what and here I lie astride the cold common clay of the earth with the queen of the moon and who now beholdeth us what is a play have you thought ever thought about that really uh, it is a working and perhaps the real play all along was you. So I'm going to do a, a bingo, and I'm going to see something no one else could. The, the finger that got bitten off, that got like kind of stuck together by demon spit, I, I'm realizing that I can kind of see that there's something kind of coalescing, something that is progressing much faster than it would if it were a typical sort of infection or problem. There's sort of this, uh, like, sp veiny, sort of that pain you felt is sort of starting to, maybe you were distracted by your energy from the production, but I sort of see this, there's something happening with the wound. <sighs> Parrish! Huh? Parrish, your finger! My finger? Your finger, look at your finger! Oh, um, yes! Haha, <laughs> uh, hast thou seen thine finger, Moon Queen? Um, I don't remember the finger line. What's No, which... your finger right now, look your at it! Your finger right no, now, look no, at it! Oh, um, oh, um, I, 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 the Moon, I, the moon, I, the moon Queen! No, Per- No, Perish! Okay. Okay. Um, we are lovers. And now I know... For the moon sickness has started to take hold of thine hand. Only sea wizards are affected by this, which is why it's very strange that we were betrothed together because everyone knows this. And I'm going to, I think, is it th there a whoopsie where I like <laughs> improvise the exact wrong, improvise the wrong lines mm -hmm. or forget my lines? I'm sort of, you, you are... Not going to be hurt any more than you are now for any reason. Um, but it would be bad if it was real, which it isn't because this is, as you say, a play. What is a play? A play within a play. You say, but these special effects are incredible. How'd you get my hand to look so messed up? Oh. Um, and because her heart is like, unable to care she's just sort of like crippled by this like lack of 
it's not really like sh- like she's feeling on the e- like starting to get kind of overwhelmed because she's starting to feel like what would be care if she had the ability to because she's watching someone that she knows in front of an audience like if it was like the the audience has just magnified this uh, void at this moment I'm gonna do a bingo uh, I I I I've, I'm watching this unfold and I see the hand and I'm watching Yazabo point this out and I'm like I can I can. I can help with this. I can help with this. And my 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 bingo is excitedly run somewhere and get really fast. So what we see is the tree is is hey kid the tree run straight through the portal and we get a montage of running through the the multiverse just from dimension to dimension still in the tree costume finally getting to the 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 temple of the void demons is like Hey, does one of you have like a cure? Uh, okay, thank you. And then like runs all the way back like, "Hey, I got I got it. I got the I got the cure. They actually just make this apparently. It's like a it's like a pretty common thing. Um also uh, also I saw the future and it's I mean, I'm not no spoilers. Thumbs up. Uh did you want this? I got this. Did you want it? Who who am I giving this to? Is you Zeba? No, no, I'm giving it to new. Um Oh, sorry. Is that a cure for uh, what? What's what scene are we in? Mm. Um, Damn, you, you're in the part where the finger gets healed over moon sickness. Got gotcha, you. Got gotcha, you. Yeah. Got gotcha. you. There's moon. <sighs> you have moon sickness. And this, the sickness of the moon, perhaps a sickness of the heart. For though my finger may be healed, my heart math may hath not be for my love, the moon. Oh no, it's getting worse. Shall right. choose another. Uh, I'm, I'm like one of my eyes is looking straight at the middle of my face. Like one of my, one of my eyes is like gone lazy, <laughs> and I'm like swaying on my feet. So tomorrow and tomorrow. I'm gonna go ahead and just pop this off. Go ahead, sort of. This petty pace and light it all the way to your quesadilla if you want one. Perish! Put Give your, me your name. My name is Roberto, and I give you my hand. <laughs> and I pour the whatever, however the, I would know how it's supposed to work because I know magic, but however the healing thing is supposed to work, I make, I do the magic to make it happen. <laughs> ha! She poureth the potion on my hand, and thus poureth the ring. The ring on my hand is the potion of mine heart. We're married? Yes. <sighs> I'm going to do a... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I wasn't going to say anything useful. <laughs> I'm going to do a bingo, and I'm going to deliver a surprisingly heart-wrenching soliloquy. Newt walks on stage and says, Ah, love, isn't it a beautiful thing? I, Newt, a playwright, am inspired to write a play about what I have just seen. I shall call it the play of plays. And Roberto did live, and he did marry the Moon Queen. And the tree, <laughs> well, you'll just have to wait and find out. Now let's make like a tree and leave. And <laughs> delivering a line to make someone laugh. Uh, the, the crowd is dead silent. The crowd is silent. Admittedly, because the only person in the crowd is Gertrude. <laughs> so the crowd is sitting quiet. I and so... <laughs> Perish. And I blacked out. Is the play over? 
Yes, the play is over, and <sighs> Yaseba's going to commit a terrible whoopsie and try to use magic to solve the audience not clapping. Um, but they're just possessed. I think <laughs> it's oh, just oh, a love- group. Right, because of the demon rift that happened earlier, she just kind of mismatches the time and mismatches the magic, and she just dealt with this, you saw the demon sickness, and she just sort of waves her hand, but she does it almost, like, lazily, and, and it just, it's like all those demons from earlier just whoop insi- inside them, I, inside I think, everyone. I think what happens, because Gertrude is the only person sitting, like, sitting on one chair, like what happens is you mm-hmm. you you swipe your hand and suddenly all the void demons from earlier are sitting and there's like a packed house. Gertrude looks around kind of terrified for a moment and then the one the one demon that had notes earlier is like You know what? They pulled it they, they you know what? They pulled it together. I I I This is a le- this is a lesson for me as a demon to not give notes during intermission because clearly there were things developing. <laughs> there were storylines moving into play. Uh, this is on me. I learned I learned something today and I would like to apologize. I Thank you. You know, thank you for that. Sal immediately has a single tear roll down his cheek and says, I want to thank you all for coming tonight. And um it really means the world to me. Y'all know how much this play means, and I want to give another round of applause for these beautiful performers up here. Thanks. Thanks. Um, I'm going to walk off the wings after that with a big bouquet of roses for Sal. <laughs> and for our fearless yeah. director. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. You all, th- th- this play couldn't have gotten off the ground without any of you. And I just want to tell you that you're all my family. You're all my family. This one's for you. And I raise the flowers to the sky. This one's for all of you. I think as that <laughs> is happening, like, we get uh we get kind of a like a Doogie Hauser closing credits montage and it's 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 Gertrude typing at like a borrowed computer from somewhere in the bed and breakfast and it's like it's like a review of the play of plays by Sal and Hey Kid and Yazeba and Parrish. If I'm being honest, I really couldn't follow what was happening at all. It, it but it seemed like everyone was having fun and you know what? That seemed like enough. Also, the Void Demons seemed like they had a lot of really interesting things to say that I couldn't quite keep up with, but uh, they seemed to like it, so really, I feel like that's pretty much a win-win on behalf of everyone. I give this, uh, everyone had fun, so I'm giving this an A-, minus. Uh, as and puts in parentheses, as you know, A's are very rare from the good, Gertrude's Good Time Gazette. Um, A- is a pretty good review. Hit center. Prints out a little tiny. It's only in, I'm going to say, I'm going to say like blue ink because there's no black ink left in the printer. So it's just all monocolor blue ink. Prints it out one copy of this newsletter and is like, all right, all the readers are going to love this. And walks over and like hands a copy to Sal, who is the only subscriber to Gertrude's Good Time Gazette. Here you go, Sal. (laughs) Perfect. Wow. The, The... I can't express to you how much this means She's to already me. You know, out. I really want to see... Uh, well, you know, thanks. See you later. You know, all that matters is that your energy was in the room and you were there. Because, you know, Zizeba, it's like a... You ever wonder about sculptures in the snow? 
<laughs> and on that beat of what? silence, I think that I think it's that you're alone in the room and we slowly pan out of the bed and breakfast. Um, I think afterwards, I'm just I, I'm like, uh, uh, I think I'm like, like at an at like a rap party, like surrounded by some of the demons just being like, well, it's an incredible thing. You know, I mean, the director had such a clear vision and it's really it's all in the script. Everything's I, I, in the script. You, 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 you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Bad directing can ruin a good script, but like good, good directing can't save a bad script. You you know, and and really and really, you know, I I hate to use this term, but Sal is an auteur. He just is, and and you know, I don't believe in that all told. But when you when you find it, it's really remarkable. And obviously, oh Yazeba with that turn as the Moon Queen. I mean, there's people that, I mean, I I'll be honest, as as her originating that role. I don't, I, I think it's going to be untoppable. I don't, I, I mean, you know, it, it's going to be the standard for the entire life of the play. Because this is going to go to regional theaters. This is going to travel. Um, it's just really extraordinary. Extraordinary to be part of the cast. Um, so because the, Gazeba's in her study. She's not at the rap party with the demons. But because Parrish's voice is so, carries so much through the, through the halls, she's going to do a bingo. And demonstrate hidden kindness and walk downstairs and say, Well, you know, really, I think we all owe a debt to Parrish for his brilliant portrayal. P- portrayal. See, I can barely speak. Roberto, your, your portrayal of the, of the moon sickness was really something, um, something to see. And I saw it. And I, with my eyes, I witnessed it. Um, I hear, I, I shed a single tear and I say, you are much too kind, Madame Yaseva. You know, I, I don't, I don't know that I necessarily fully subscribe to the, to the philosophy behind the method, but I will say actually getting demon finger sickness was really handy for being able to portray demon finger sickness. And, um, I just want to thank you. You've, You've made a home here. And I think here I make eye contact with Yazeba, who just gave me that stony silence when he was talking about a wizard falling in love earlier. Um, in the same way that a tree is really an ocean and moon and a queen and a goddess are all one and the same. I was I was just a tree. I was just a tree. But an orange tree can be an apple tree, can it not? That's a good point. There you go. And uh, in that same way, uh, a a house can really be a heart. And so I think it is fair to say that your heart is quite full, Madame Yazeba. And I gesture to all of the people here in the B&B. And Yazeba can't even react to that. She just sort of turns away almost. You wouldn't, it's not embarrassed because she's a little bit too composed for like to, to show. But if it's like it's too much to bear, and she just quickly walks back upstairs to her. And as as you walk away, uh, the last thing that we see, the closing shot, is you start to turn away as Hey Kid screams, "Now it's time for cake!" and like runs up, falls, face plants into the cake. Cake goes everywhere, uh, and then the party erupts, and we kind of pan backwards through this this crowd having this lovely moment, uh, and that is Yazeba's bed and breakfast. Yay! That was lovely. Y'all, thank you so much for joining us. Um, 
Briefly, um, Woo! briefly, if we could, no, um, we're going to run around the table and everybody's going to say uh, a brief note about uh, some plugs. If there's anything that they want uh, to promote on sort of the closing credits of the episode, um, I will I will lead us off. My name is Jeff Stormer. I'm a podcaster, game designer, and the unofficial official LARP designer of the Olive Garden Restaurant. You can find the podcasts I produce, the games I design, and all the other stuff that I do at jeffstormer.com, or you can follow me on Twitter at Party of One Pod. Uh, Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron Catano Saez. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Aaron Catano Saez. I'm a voice actor and podcaster, and you can find everything that I do at AaronCatano-Saez.com. Hi, I'm Kate Nix. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at The Goblin Mother, and on YouTube and Twitch uh, under my name, Kate Nix, as well as follow me on Spotify. I am a musician, and that is the primary thing I do. So if you like outlaw folk, witchy, country music kind of, then please check me out on Spotify. Uh, hey, I'm Brendan Lee Mulligan. You can find me uh, on Twitter at Brennan LM and on Instagram at Brendan Lee Mulligan. Uh, and I do an actual play show called Dimension 20. You can check that out at youtube.com slash Dimension 20 show or at College Humor's streaming service, dropout.tv. And with that, uh, future Jeff will record a lovely outro for the episode so we can all stop re- and that concludes our story for this episode. I have been Jeff Stormer, your host and concierge into the world of Yazeba's Bed and Breakfast. Thank you again to our guests, Aaron Catano Saez, Brennan Lee Mulligan, and Kate Nix for joining us. Please check the show notes to links for all of their work and to where you can find them on social media. If you have enjoyed what you've heard, please check out Yazeba's Bed and Breakfast on Indiegogo. The game launches March 22nd, and more information can be found at tinyurl.com slash yazebabnb. Yazeba's Bed and Breakfast is a joint production of Possum Creek Games and Jeff Stormer, filmed at the luxurious but entirely imaginary Possum Creek Studios. The show is edited by Jen Frank and transcribed by Jeremy Gage. You can find a link to the transcript in the show notes. You can check out the other episodes of this series on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, or wherever your favorite podcast lives. Until next time, on behalf of all of us, we hope you've enjoyed your stay at Yazeba's Bed and Breakfast, and we hope you'll visit again soon. Mm-hmm.